Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is your boy Roberto, and of course, this is the BHP 2.0 Black Hand Podcast 2.0. For those that do not know how to do abbreviations, <clears throat> I'm coming live and direct from Kansas City, Missouri, my hometown. Hope everybody's having had a good day today. It's kind of chilly here in OKC, and uh, felt like it's a little bit of fall instead of spring, but hopefully, it'll be turning around here tomorrow. And uh, we'll get to enjoy it, as always. Before I begin my podcast, I um, want to send a dedication to my my beautiful Aunt Lillian, who passed away yesterday. And, uh, you know, it's a shout-out to my cousins as well, because they're going through the exact same thing I'm going through now with my mom, and passed in December. And uh, just to say that they're both in a very good place now. They're good together, and uh, we will see them all one day soon. Hopefully not too soon, but soon enough. So, shout out to them, and I hope they're, you know, hope they're all on the same page. And that's all I'll say about that. Okay, let's talk about the gigantic, huge elephant in the room. And that is the trial of Derek Shaven. Now, yesterday, he was proven guilty on all three charges, and uh, now he is waiting sentencing. Now, for the whole year, we have seen the whole picture of Mr. Chauvin's knee and Mr. Floyd's neck, and how it became a symbol of bad policing. It usually goes all the way back further than that, but um, in the last few years, uh, video has become a very, very extremely big problem for police, especially the way the police have been acting since, since the first police officer got the first badge and his first baton, especially toward minorities. <clears throat> and um, we have been, you know, especially black people, I've been saying for years that police officers use excessive force or police brutality to do things. And at first it was, uh, you know, the whole beatings and whooping somebody's ass and, you know, doing all what kind of whatever. But in the recent years, it came down to shootings. Shooting a guy at a stop, stop when you stop them. And uh, they ask why you stop them and they get automatic attitudes and instead of you know just asking for you know you know be just for what reason why they really stopped they pull guns out but what some people and some police feel to realize is that this is a century of big brother and there are cameras everywhere since 9-11, there have been more video cameras put in everywhere since 9-11 happened. And cellular phones have built-in cameras and video, and everybody and their grandma has a phone. So doing the whole, you know, bad policeman thing in this century is not flying. Because everything is on video no matter what. When a black man gets pulled over, first thing he does besides get his license and registration out is his fucking phone. And they will have it on 
just in case this officer friendly decides to become officer, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> okay. And some police have overstepped their bounds, and some have broke the law all the fucking get. So then, you know, they got the whole debate of, you know, defunding the police and, you know, people debating that, you know, the cops were doing their job. And then you got the elders there saying the cops went way over the fucking line and you lose a family member or two. It depends on who you ask. So the whole Derek Chauvin trial was um, a wake up call to how badly the police have treated minorities like I said they've been doing it for years but if it doesn't happen to a person a certain person or a certain race of people then nobody gives a shit especially if it's African American they automatically think the African American must have done something for this cop to whoop their ass or shoot them and usually it's not the case now I've been pulled over a few times by police for speeding because I had a left foot back in the day I've slowed down tremendously since then and uh, I've got my tickets. I've uh, paid my tickets. And I've been pulled over sometimes just because I wasn't standing out like a sore thumb in the wrong place at the wrong time. But either way, I always keep in my head what my mother said if that ever happens. She says, if you ever get pulled over by a police officer, no matter what the hell it's about, always have your license on you and your registration and everything he asks for. So there won't be no confusion that oh my god you made a move and you know I, I'm about to shoot your ass or something like that so but in the in the case of George Floyd and Derek Chop, he didn't use a gun he didn't use you know the baton he didn't do anything he used the thing that he was born with to kill another man with what he was born with which is a knee to his fucking neck now the whole trial his lawyer was saying that no, Mr. No, George was on fentanyl and George was on drugs. George is a criminal and stuff like that, which has not a fucking thing to do with what happened to him on that video. And it was not like they didn't have witnesses around. They were yelling at the damn cop to take his fucking knee off the, George's neck. And he kept applying it and kept applying it and damn it, he kept applying it. The man was begging for his fucking life, ladies and gentlemen. If you've seen a white dude with a cop with his knee in his damn neck begging for it, you know, to get him, I can't breathe, I can't breathe. Y'all should lose your fucking minds over that shit. As same as the damn black people have. And African Americans and everybody has been protesting this shit since it happened May 25th. And um, I don't give a damn if he passed a $20 bill, a $200,000 bill. There was still no grounds to do what he did to that man, which is why they found this stupid ass guilty. Now, I know that everybody else is happy about that. They're fine with it. They're praising God. They're out there in the streets honking horns and everything else. But there's a chosen few out there who believe that David Derek Chauvin was right to do what he did to George Floyd. Not because he passed a $20 bill, no. Not because he you know, may have been on drugs, which he wasn't, by the way. But because he has a history. He has a history with working with the police, and history of being arrested, and history of this, history of that. I just love how people, especially when it comes to African Americans, 
being killed by police bring up every fucking thing that this person has done to justify him getting his ass killed by a police officer. Now, if this was a preppy and he was straight A's and he wears glasses like Steve Urkel, he talks like Steve Urkel, and every damn thing else, and this would have happened to him, what the fuck can you say about him? Well, he went to, well, no, he was a straight A student. Wait a minute, you know, he went, no, he didn't hang around a lot of people. No, he, he no, he can't, can't do that. No, you can't find a fucking thing wrong with him, can you? The only fucking reason, in his case, if that was the case, is because he was African American. Now, a lot of people, I say this about, I say the same thing about it, and the first thing to come out their mouths is, well, all lives matter. Not really, no. Because between a white person's life and my life, my life ain't shit. I was born, in their case, as nothing. I'm a black void with legs and arms, who just so happens to have a name. I am an African American and may or may not have a record, which I fucking don't, by the way. Who may be on drugs, which I'm also not fucking on drugs, by the way. And they will dig up every little fucking thing they can find to justify this man being shot or this man being beat up or this man being killed and all this other type of shit. So it goes back to training with police officers. There was a long, long time ago, and you'll find this funny, that I wanted to be a police officer. I went down to the Kansas City Police Department right out of fucking high school and put an application in and everything. I was ready to roll. I was ready to get in the car, you know, playing bad, bad boys in the, back, in the background shit, you know, whatever. Have my little gun, my little badge and everything, doing my, my part to keep my city safe and all that type of shit. I got turned down seven times. Seven. The last, the only time I ever even got too goddamn close was when they called me to become a meter mate. You know, guys go around giving tickets, a little, little golf cart, you know, and giving tickets and beep, beep and all that type of shit. That's as close as I got to it. And then I had a then this chief or this lieutenant or whatever the hell it was had an audacity to call me to tell me that I was overqualified to be a police officer. He said everything, but yeah, sure, we need you guys. No, he tells me he says, well, didn't you go to college? Yes, I did go to college. No, you have a degree? Yes, I have associates. Well, you think this job is coming, was built for you? I mean, you're, you're pretty smart. You can get a job anyplace else and whatever like that. So, oh, okay. So what you're saying is that if I bring my black ass in here in some shackles and an orange jumpsuit, did I be perfect for the job then? Well, no, no, no. You're taking out a turn. No, that's exactly what the fuck you just said. I may be, I may look stupid, but I'm not. So the whole trial, there was one thing I was thinking the entire time this, I'm watching this. Rodney fucking King. Now, if you can recall, Rodney King got his ass whooped by four or five different police officers. And it was on video. And they got away with it. Well, at least at first. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Quite frankly, don't give a shit. They getting shit thrown in their houses. I, I wouldn't just day asleep. But either way, the first time around, they all got away with it which caused the riots of 92 in Los Angeles. The only fucking thing I was thinking the whole time I'm listening or watching this damn trial 
is that these motherfuckers better not pull a Rodney King trial shit. You see the evidence in front of you. You see this black dude out here begging for his life. I can't breathe and I'm begging for his mother. You see this white cop that's got his head, got his knee in his fucking neck like for dear fucking life. You got other cops standing around looking like, like, like bumps on the fucking log. You got people in the background yelling at him. Let the fucking dude breathe. Get your damn knee out of his, out of his neck. Get everything, everything else. And now, say cop is in jail, hopefully for the rest of his fucking life. Fuck him. That's what I think about it. But I was thinking that there's going to be a slim fucking chance that these jurors will see exactly what everybody's fucking seen the last, for the last year and say that, no, he didn't do anything wrong. He just, he was doing his job. He was, must have been a rough time and everything else. And I was thinking that shit the whole fucking time. I'm thinking to myself, oh, you don't want Minnesota to be around. Okay, that's good. Say this man is not guilty. They will burn the whole fucking city down with everybody else in it. And you could call us a bunch of damn savages. You can call us a bunch of damn dumbasses, a bunch of niggers, whatever you want to call us. But we're pissed. But it didn't go that way, thank God. But if it would have, and these people would have been like, oh, yeah, he didn't do anything wrong, Mr. Trump, and you're good, free to go, and everything else. No, I don't think so. And it was not just black people. When I was working down, down there by the plaza last year, I saw firsthand people protesting and getting tear gassed and, you know, yelling out, no black lives matter, no justice, no peace, and everything else. All because George died, you know, defensively. He had, a can- he had handcuffs on. He couldn't even fucking move. The man was pissing on his damn self. I think he I think he got the point. You can let him up now. All because of a fucking phony ass twenty dollar bill. He may have thought didn't probably even think it was a fake twenty dollar bill. Who the hell knows? He really looks so damn weird this day it doesn't really matter. But the fact is is that if it would have went the way the Rodney King trial went, there would not be a Minnesota, there would not be a Minneapolis, there would not be any goddamn thing. Because some bitch would be in the fucking embers. He'll be he'll be a fucking the biggest charcoal grill I've ever seen. Because everybody be like, oh okay, so the justice system don't give a fuck. So why the hell should we? But like I said, thank God, it didn't go that way. And people were crying, people were hugging each other, people were protesting this whole fucking time. Finally got to see this man get his just desserts. And I am so happy about that because for the last, uh, well, forever, the only thing we'd have that black people have done, especially, you know, during the King era, was turn the other cheek. You got Ku Klux Klansmen up here burning crosses in people's yards right before they go to church and say, hey, man, you know, whatever. You got black men hanging from trees. You got black men being chased down and shot and putting little makeshift graves and all other type of shit. We've been through a lot of shit. You know, and we've been taunted, we've been threatened, we've been jailed, we've been imprisoned for no damn reason at all. It's getting fucking ridiculous. It really is. We get the fucking hint. You don't like us. We don't care. Okay? You don't have shit under pride yourself. You're just nothing but a, but a colored guy, whatever the hell that is. So, 
with this verdict against Mr. Chauvin, it tells everybody else in this you know, country of ours, especially police officers, that this shit is not going to fucking fly anymore. Yeah, you got your nightsticks, you whoop my, my uncle's ass, you whoop my dad's ass, you whoop my ass, every damn ass. It's damn near fucking American tradition to whoop a motherfucking black dude's ass when you're a police officer. It's almost like a rite of passage or some shit. And it's getting fucking ridiculous. But now, there are things you cannot do, you know, and get away with. One of them is doing that shit on camera. Video camera has just pretty much like imploded in cops' faces. They have to wear little body cameras now. Uh, people with phones, as soon as they see the cops doing something they really ain't supposed to be fucking doing, they pop out their damn phone and start taking videos of this shit. And the only reason why we know that what happened to Derek Chauvin, that what he did, is because a thousand phones was on it. You've been in the background, man, little boy, man, little boy, you know. It's the a video is a cop's worst fucking friend because. For years and decades, black people have said that, you know, cops, policemen, some of them get brutal sometimes. And they whoop their ass and plant shit on them and throw them in jail for decades, knowing that goddamn well they ain't supposed to be there. You know, somewhere right now there's a prisoner in San Quentin or, you know, anywhere in the country who's in there because, not because of the crime they said that they committed, not because they actually did it. It's because they're a darky. And you deserve to be wherever you put your ass. And it can ruin your fucking life, I'm telling you. But again, if it doesn't happen to you, you don't give a shit. If I had a doubt for every time, every time I heard somebody say, well, they should stop protesting. This is, this is bullshit. The man was doing his job and everything else. I'd be fucking rich. I'd be living on that goddamn plaza. Okay? And then, you know, and then that's another thing. That's, that's disturbing within itself because it just tells me that no matter how many years have passed, how many decades have passed, how many centuries have passed, and everything else, one thing is current every single time. And that is, there's a white person that doesn't like anything that doesn't look like they're white. Preferably blacks or Mexicans or whatever. They got little special names for us and everything. Wetbacks and rag, you know, they're called... Uh, <laughs> After 9-11, there was a guy that I knew that called, you know, Muslims, and, excuse my language, sand niggas. Sand Negroes. Okay? I was like, really? Seriously? They, you know, they got little colorful names for us. You know, they don't call us by our name. They're like, oh, hey, boy, how you doing? And Sambo and all that type of shit. Real old country boy, hee-haw bullshit. Okay? And some of those type of people are carrying a gun and carrying a badge. You may not want to think that, but it's true. Right now, some hillbilly, somewhere in the country somewhere, is arresting a black couple, Mexican couple, Chinese couple, whatever, not because they did something. It's because of what they are. And, you know, they call them all kinds of colorful names, and, you know, they give them warnings and scare the shit out of them, and sometimes it might just come down to shooting them. Who the hell knows? But I'm telling you, the video and police 
has been video for policing has been horrible for police. There's not a person in this damn country besides dogs and babies that do not have a smartphone. All of them have videos. And as soon as a cop pulls up and do something, especially to a minority, and there's somebody around watching that shit, oh, they're going to videotape that if they ain't taping it in the car themselves. Because we're getting tired of shit. It's like, okay, the good old boy, sheriff, you know, police whooping ass, everything, days, they're slowly going to a fucking, they're coming to an end. They really are. And I am so fucking glad about that. Because that day that me and my brother got harassed by a bunch of damn white people telling us they're going to hang us from a fucking tree. They're going to beat our ass and put us and send, our, send our moms, our bodies in pieces and everything because they think we beat up a little white kid and we didn't. And this damn cop that arrested both of us put my fucking brother in handcuffs, scared the shit out of me, told me I'm going to fucking juvenile. And the only thing that saved our asses from doing, from being yet another statistic of the prison system is a little blind-haired kid saying that it's not them. So I guess all niggas don't look alike at all, period. At least I hope they don't. So that brings up a whole lot of damn memories. I mean, and the cops that did the shit before Dirk Charlton, you know, they, you know, got away with it. The only thing they had to say is, oh, I was in fear for my life. He had a knife, he had a gun, you know, he had a pickle, whatever. I had to shoot him. A woman grabbing, a 26-year veteran grabbing a her gun revolver instead of her taser, which is in front of what I thought it would be in the front, but what the hell I know. And shooting a guy in his fucking car. Why? Because they said he had warrants. This fucking dude died over some warrants. And this 26-year-old veteran cannot tell the difference between a taser handle and a gun. A fucking Glock. How fucking stupid can you think do we think you are? Pretty damn dumb. But again, if it does not happen to you, if you don't get pulled over and look suspicious and ask for stuff and, and guns get pulled out and everything else, you don't give a damn. It doesn't happen to you, so why should I care? Oh, they never pulled me over. Yeah, because you, you got the right of passage. It's, it's in your skin. Sorry. But the George Floyd or the George Floyd trial was like um, it was a way, you know, to say, okay, you've seen all these other guys get away with killing a minority. You've seen them all walk away from shooting people 15 times in their houses while they were eating fucking breakfast. And you see a white girl walk into a black man's apartment, his own apartment, thinking, saying it was hers. And you shoot him on his fucking couch while he was watching old TV. You kill another guy, another kid in the park who's handling a plastic fucking gun. Okay. Couldn't taste him, huh? Okay, gotcha. Then you raid another house and you shoot the woman who owns his apartment in her bedroom. 
and walked away from it. So Derek Chauvin, being the police officer he is, thought that he was going to walk away from this one. Well, I got bad news for you, Mr. Mr. Chauvin. You're seeing a jail cell now that you put most criminals in. Congratulations. You are now a felon. Way to go. So, I don't feel bad about it. I do not, you know, I don't have no remorse for the man, Derek, that is, whatsoever. And before you pull it out there, there's good cops out there. They're, they're around and everything else. Where the fuck are they then? Because if they were good cops and great cops and cops that follow the rules and letter and everything else, then they should be the ones to tell him, hey man, dude, get your head, get your neck off, get your knee off his neck, dude. You had three fucking cops around you. Three. And all three of them stood around and kept the crowd away from it while you're choking this man to death on live television and video. They should then they're in jail too. I cannot fucking wait when they go on trial as well. Hope they throw the whole goddamn library at your asses. Because it's getting fucking ridiculous. There was two shootings tonight over some black people. The one in Chicago that got killed. You got one in fucking, uh, I can't even remember now. Had his hands up. Shot him anyway. And people, they're not mad about that. They're not mad about these kids dying. They're not mad about this, about George dying. Hell, they, matter of fact, they probably don't give a damn about any minority that's been shot by the cops. They're keeping the streets clean. Hunt, hint, hint. But you can bitch and complain about the protesting. You can bitch and complain about them being angry and protesting. Now, I know some of you motherfuckers probably was around during the 1960s. Yes, the hippie movement. Vietnam War was going on. You know, got kids that are not refusing to cut their hair because of Vietnam in protest. Men growing their beards out because of protest. Singing Peace Not Love. You know, putting putting flowers in people's AK 47s and shit. Y'all all went through that. You're supposed to be the forgiving children in the 60s. You're supposed to be the ones that, when you see something like George Floyd happens, like an incident that happened to George Floyd, you should be the first one to be like, Wait, well, we fought the damn 60s for this shit. Why the hell is this still happening? But no, you want to come up there and complain about people protesting. There was a protest every fucking day since they started Vietnam, the Vietnam War. There were people voting. There was protesting in silence as, it, as it, the war ramped up. So did the little protests here in the country. Everybody protesting LBJ and Richard Nixon. People coming, uh, soldiers coming back from Vietnam being treated like complete shit. You protest about that. How, you know, how they treat you guys like second-rate citizens because your hair was too long. I don't want no damn hippies in here. Yeah, you protest about that too. But you have a fucking problem with the people that are protesting, usually in peace, about Black Lives Matter. What is the fucking problem? Do you think my life ain't worth shit or something? Is that it? Now, don't get me wrong. I've been thinking for 40 years that I ain't shit anyway. Like I said, my self-esteem is gone. I never, I ain't never had none. Don't even miss it. I know I'm an ugly bastard. I know I'm a, sometimes a stubborn bastard. But if I'm in a car, my own fucking car, and I'm 
doing the speed limit. Now I'm driving down this road going to get my wife where the hell that is. And I get pulled over by a state patrolman or a police officer. Not because I was speeding. Not because I was, uh, you know, got a headlight out or whatever. It's because the skin is my fucking sin. And I get shot for it. So then you pull up everything that I've done to protest me, you know, to justify me getting my ass shot in my own fucking car by Officer Friendly over here. I don't have a jury record. I don't have a jail record, period. When I went to a interview for for a police physician, I had to get me a, I had to get my my police record. So I went down to police station. This is <laughs> you'll love this. I went down to, to the police station, and I'm trying to get the security job. And one of the one of the things they wanted was my police record. So I went down there and I gave the lady my number, my my name, everything. She ran it. It came out blank, completely nothing. They did it four more times while I was sitting there. Still nothing. They passed it all the way around the whole damn building. And the chief of fucking police came down and shook my hand and tells me, I have never seen an African-American of any kind that has no fucking record. God honest truth. True story. And I was like, well, there's a good reason for that. My mom and my dad kept a foot in my ass. If I even thought about doing something wrong, I better change my goddamn mind. Because, yeah, their you know, parenting was kind of off the wall, but it worked though. I have respect for my elders. I have respect for those that respect me. Uh, you know, I don't take no shit. And whatever. So me not having a record, that's my mom and dad's doing because they know they even knew that having a bad record and being African American in this country, you're not gonna get very fucking far. And they remind you every day, oh you're a goddamn criminal. You could be out of fucking jail and still be in, in prison. So this whole Derek Chauvin being you know being proven guilty is kind of a uh, it's a wake up call. And it's not just in Minnesota. That's all over this whole fucking country. There's a cop right now harassing somebody because, because they can, I guess. They got the billy club, they got the gun, they got the badge. I can fuck with anybody I want to. They get smart than me, I can just say, oh, I shot him 15 times because I was in fear for my life. He had a CD in his hand, I had to kill him. He had a, he had a, you know, had a wallet, I had to kill him. He called my mom a bitch, got to shoot him. It's bullshit. So, yes. I am happy as a clam in a damn sea. Happier than a gay guy in prison. <laughs> because a police officer, a man that took the oath of office to swore and protect the citizens of the city or the state they work in. Now, there's no thin line or anything. Oh, besides, uh, except for minorities, black, white, Spanish, wherever you are or black and Latino, Japanese, whatever. No thin line. There's no fine print on that shit. That's for every goddamn cop that's took in that damn oath. So when you take that oath and shove up your ass and use it for toilet paper because you're not being told what to do, you get the shit that Derek Chauvin's got. I don't know how much time, much time he's going to get. Hopefully there's a whole lot of, lot of it. And I hope every damn prisoner in that damn jail, even though he's in protected custody, 
will get a, you know, have a, give a little taste of them. You know, be like, hey, I know you. Ain't you the guy that killed that Negro that's in Minnesota in Minneapolis with your knee? Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all killed somebody like that, too. I'm going to shank your ass or something. You know, I'm, I have no, no respect for him. I don't. And any good cop, whether they are out there or not, should feel the same exact fucking way that I do. This man should have been thrown out the goddamn force a long time ago. And all those little amigos that's with him, oh, they got it coming too. They do. But they throw a whole three or four libraries at your ass. Because it made no fucking sense to do that to that man. I don't give a damn if he's passing $100 bills that are fake. It, didn't, it was not worth his fucking life. So, call me a, you know, racist bastard, and I'm not. But, you know, somebody will listen to this and be like, this racist motherfucker, what the hell he knows about that? Well, see, <laughs> and you'll love this one too. My wife is Caucasian. White as hell. But see, whereas people see a white girl that I fell in love with, I see a woman. A woman that I fell in love with. I don't see no damn color. No, my wife can get blacker than I can sometimes. But the thing is with me is that when I'm driving in my own car, obeying the rules of the road, not running into people, driving like a damn maniac, and a cop gets behind me, I should not be able to be not fearing the cop behind me. I fear cops more than I I fear criminals these days. Because you don't know what the hell the coppers might be thinking that day. He could probably just got divorced. You know, found out his wife was cheating on him or his husband is cheating on her. You know, maybe he lost the alimony on the house. Maybe you gotta pay child support. I do. I hate the shit with a passing, but I do. Anything. And he takes it all out on my black ass. You're driving two, two miles over a speed limit. What's that problem? You got the goddamn rights problem. You know, whatever. Because he had a bad day. His bad day becomes my bad day. Because his bad day could end up with my bad day being dead. And again, if it doesn't fucking happen to you, you don't give a shit. Oh, they're just doing their job. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're police. They got to do their job. They got to give out tickets and, you know, chase people down or go to Walmart to make sure nobody's trying to shoot the damn place. Yeah, they got a job to do. But... My black ass ain't done shit. Not going to. But you still will pull me over, though. I look suspicious. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm not asking for it, but it's going to happen one day. Knock on wood. I drive my wife's car more than I drive my truck now. And this is a nice car. It's a decent car. You know. But my black ass is in the car. So then they run you know, my license or my wife's license or whatever. It comes back to her, me, or both. It comes back to both of us, but, you know, they don't care. Because there's a black dude driving it, so we gotta figure out why the hell is he driving this car for. And it's one thing to be in fear of regular criminals, you know, serial killers, and, you know, bank robbers, liquor store robberies, anything. Especially if you live in the hood. But when a cop gets behind you, you automatically become petrified beyond belief. There is something wrong with that. And then, and like I said, if it doesn't happen to you, you don't care. 
I must have done something to piss this cop off that he had to shoot me four times. He didn't get out his license fast enough. Maybe he went back and didn't tell me. He didn't tell me that there was something in the glove compartment. Anything. And my ass will be a, be dust. And the one thing I always ask myself, if that was to happen to me, what the hell would people say? What would the cops say? What would his partner say? What would anybody say? Well, Robert Dillon's kind of crazy. You know, he does these stupid outlandish stories and everything. He did deserve to die. Really? Okay. Wow. That is really fucked up, but it is what it is. Or whatever. But Derek Chauvin is the very first cop, I may say, to be convicted of killing a minority. I may be wrong, but it seems that way to me because every single time a cop killed a black person, they got away with it. Don't oh, we clear them all charges. You know, we know we shot him in the head and then shot him 15 times in the body, but you know, it was justified. Okay, but my family member's still dead. They're not coming back. Now, if you can do that and still, you know, go ahead, go for it. But my family is not here anymore. My brother is not here anymore. My sister, my uncle, my cousins, anybody that looks like me and gets shot by a police officer and they get a slap on the damn wrist. I got bullets in my ass. I got killed because of, not because of the car, not because I got money. It's because I'm a darkie. And I'm not surprised. I mean, this one turned out better than I thought. I really thought that some some loophole was going to come up or some jurors going to be like, well, no, he didn't do anything on purpose. He was just doing his job and we trained him and yada, yada. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for a not guilty. And I was like, I'd be like, damn, I'm good. <laughs> and Minnesota would be, you know, Minneapolis would be on fire. And people will watch it on TV and laugh at it. They turn up an old shit. Well, see, again, if it doesn't fucking happen to you, you won't give a rat's ass what the hell we would do. If you never lived in no fucking property, never lived in a goddamn ghetto, never lived in a fucking fucked up ass apartment, and not being harassed by every fucking cop that sees your, sees your ass, then you don't care. You don't. You just don't give a shit. And the saddest thing is, is that you still don't care. Now, I know that George's family is at well, somewhat at peace now. Because if this would have turned out to be another, just another black, you know, another nigga dead or whatever the cop walks away from it and everything then that would be the that would be you know him choking George or killing George all over again because the man that killed him is a free man but it didn't happen that way but what if it would have man I could see the burning from from you know from my from my front room so I am happy that it turned out the way it did And if you, not just black people, but if you 
could have watched that trial, watched that video, and listened to all the testimony from both sides, and how they say that George was not drunk, he was not high, he was no any damn thing, any kind of narcotics whatsoever. And you still say, well, he could have been doing this. No, he wasn't. The only fucking thing that he did wrong was pass a fake $20 bill. So basically, George Floyd died over money. Fake money. Monopoly money. He got his fucking neck crushed by a police officer because of a fake $20 bill. He got guns put in his fucking face by two cops over $20 that was fake. The man was pissing on his goddamn self on his fucking asphalt. Begging to say, I cannot breathe. Grunting. <laughs> and this redneck bastard decided to just keep his knee where it was until the ambulance got there. By then, it was too fucking late anyway. All that shit happened over a fake $20 fucking bill. Heaven forbid it would have been a million dollars. They would have shot him. And people are complain about the whole Black Lives Matter or anything, every time you open your stupid ass mouth to say that you know, Black Lives don't matter and all lives matter and everything else that's another slap to the damn face no, your life matters to somebody, Black Lives no, we're just statistics walking around we are the, we are the equivalent of, of a Sylvester Stallone movie, we're expendables kill one is like oh well you know just nothing or dead everybody wants some chicken they don't care <laughs> they do not fucking care and it's been going like that for, for decades for centuries and it's nothing changed the only fucking change thing that's changed is the century the year and that's it We've been dragging racism around like a goddamn inferral child or some shit. Some adopted kid that we got from an orphanage. Okay, come on, racism, let's go. Okay. He got no teeth in his mouth. And it always pops up. Black person brings it up or anything. Oh, here we go, go talk about racism. You goddamn right we are. Because your ass is treating me differently because I'm a different color. And another thing, too before I go this whole black and white thing I was looking in the mirror the other day and I was looking of course at my skin I really do that but I did and I'm not black at all I'm brown <laughs> okay I am I am butterball wild brown a white person they're not white they're Caucasian they're pink skinned they change color like a, like a mood ring and they get cold, they get blue. When they get hot, they turn red. When they get angry, they turn, I guess, green. I don't know. But again, they're not white. They're Caucasian. But the racial divide will always be here. The whole racism talk will still be here. There is an old man living in a trailer that hates my black ass because I'm a black ass that's it and it'll go on and on 
and on until the world cracks in half and kills us all. But Derek Chauvin got his just desserts yesterday. He got let out in cuffs just like every damn perp he has ever arrested. His three amigo buddies are in jail waiting for their turn to go in front of the judge so they too could be responsible for killing this black dude on his fucking asphalt in Minneapolis. I look forward to it. And as long as all you cops are still using black people as target practice, there will be a Black Lives Matter movement protest or whatever you want to call it. You get tired of seeing it, turn the fucking TV off. Turn the computer off. Go play some video games or something. Because it's still going to be here after you get finished. You don't like it because black people are actually saying something about it and standing up to this bullshit. That's the part you don't like. Well, they need to get their mouths shut. I'm not young and everything. No, we don't. I'm, a, I'm not a welfare baby. I'm not a food stamp baby. Okay? I am a father. I'm the son of a father that drove to every fucking country or every damn state in this country. And again, I was a, I was a son to a mother that, went to, that took three fucking buses a day to get to work to take care of my black ass. They ain't got no time to be using drugs. You know, they drink her once in a while, but who doesn't? And everything else. But it all will come to an end if this cop decides that since my wife has decided to fuck around on me or, you know, my ex-wife slashing the child support for all five of our children or whatever, he is going to take it out on my ass. And they will be talking about me in the past tense. end I keep saying as long as there's people on this earth racism will be around as well there are homegrown racists being born right now there are racism there is racists in compounds in the trees you know singing Heil Hitler and all that bullshit right now there's a guy cutting his head talking about I'm gonna go out and kill every nigger I see right fucking now and the worst thing about it is, some of those people are wearing badges. Sorry. <laughs> they are. And you can pass it on. You can forget about it. You can say, well, it doesn't affect me. No, it doesn't affect you. Of course not. You're not the right color yet. <laughs> okay? But, yeah. This was a very, very big, big moment. It's almost like the Chiefs won the Super Bowl again. Only it's not here and it's in Minneapolis. But there was one thing that I did not like after this verdict. And those two men were Al Sharpton and Jesse Jackson. I don't know if they have black man down in their cars, radar or whatever. But every time, and like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But I mean, just saying. They tend to find, you don't see them at all until something like what happened with George Floyd. So, either way, it's been a very dark year anyway. And Floyd's, George's family waited this entire fucking time for justice to come to them. 
and I can finally say now that it did and I'm very happy about that and to those that are protesting north, south, east, west, in the middle outside, whatever you all made a difference of what would happen to Derek Chauvin if there was nobody protesting about this shit this shit would have been underneath the rug somewhere a long time ago but thanks to technology thanks to you know people talking up and people videotaping this shit that Mr. Chauvin is going to be in jail for the rest of his life I hope so you need to take a bow and if long and if somebody comes up to you and say all lives matter I'm getting tired of this black lives matter bullshit and everything you look them dead in the fucking eye and say you have nothing to worry about then you'll never have to go out and protest all white lives matter you want to worry about getting tear gas because the 15th white guy got shot for no reason you can go home to your family have dinner ready kids running around hey but there's a black person African American person who doesn't have their son their daughter the dog none of that shit not because of being rowdy and not because they're mouthy and everything else it's because they're black people and if it doesn't fucking happen to you you don't care I'm going to iterate that every single time. So you can come up there like, well, no, all lives matter. Not really, no. Now, if that's the case, and all lives do matter, then that little scrunt that walked into FedEx and killed eight fucking people didn't get the memo. The people that died in Charlottesville, in the church, you know, they didn't get the memo either. I mean, and... What can you do? Not much. So with that being said, this is your boy Roberto for the BHP 2.0. Please join me tomorrow when I talk about something you may or may not like. And I will see you guys down the road. Good night, America, wherever you are. And Mr. Chauvin, I'd like to say welcome you to the prison life that every black person that's in there has done several times over. You get to see firsthand how your job affects others. Because you're going to be around people that you have put in there. Good luck to you. You're going to fucking need it. You guys have a nice night. Peace.